Hello everybody, welcome to the Manon podcast. I'm Manon Martin and today I'm joined by Darren and Craig for our Champman FPL game week preview, game week 18. But first of all, get the important things out of the way. Darren, strong man update. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going well. Uh, only only put on a little bit of weight this week in terms of in terms of weight, <laughs> but my weights during the workouts have increased, and I'm still eating like a horse. So all good. What are you trying Excellent. to get to, Darren? Like 100 kilos or something? Well, 100 kilos of what? I probably weigh over 100 kilos already. Oh wow! Okay, I got I've got to do. Okay, I, I, I thought you might have a target goal of weight. I I, to be fair, to be fair, no, my goal's always just been. Be happy. It's quite simple as that. Good. What a great message to start on. More on Darren Strongman next week. <laughs> I forgot you were going to do it again. <laughs> right, what's the first game? Leeds v Leicester. Uh, probably the standout team this week. Leeds um, averaging 2.6 goals. 10 times they've hit three plus and keeping 15 clean sheets along the way. Leicester have scored a grand total of Four, six goals, six goals in 20 games. Have we ever seen an average that low? Yeah. Yeah. I think we have definitely. I think okay. Bradford have been that bad a few times. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, it looks good for a Leeds home win. Leicester are going to come and play defensive because Leeds are high rep. Um, Leicester also play direct and Leeds play offside trap. So that's another reason why they're, you know, it's uh, unlikely to score. So yeah, um, looks really good for Leeds this week. Uh, we've all gone for a win, high win to nil. Uh, Viduka, you've gone for Larson Craig because of the potential matchup with Heath, is it? Yeah, so Larson plays left centre forward most of the time. I think he's a forward right centre from memory, but he seems to always play on the left and Viduka on the right. It seems to be fairly similar. Obviously, the guys listening can go away and check themselves, and I haven't double-checked. I'm pretty sure Larson's always left, and Heath always plays right side when he plays for for Leicester. And the pod I did the other week to do with central defenders um, and their attributes, Heath was the worst of all the central defenders in our sim for, for attributes. So you've got Larson potentially up against the worst defender in a game this week, in a game when Leeds are going to have loads of shots. So for those that have got both, I think there's a fair few carrying both lead strikers from maybe, was it two weeks ago when there was quite popular, a lot of people were going to get both? Yeah. Um, I'd be tempted to captain Larson and hope he plays against Heath. Obviously, there's, it's a risk. But if I had both, I think I'd be captaining Larson. Unfortunately, I've only got Viduka, which isn't obviously ideal, yes. based on what I've just said. But Yeah, hopefully they can share the wealth a bit. But yeah, if you're into your matchups, that's a potential good one this week. I'm I'm considering whether or not, based on other games, whether I get rid of one of my strikers and bring Larson in this week. Mm. I've got space for one more Leeds. Yeah, I could do it with a hit, maybe. But yeah. yeah, I'm the same. I could. My gut feeling was to roll, but I could just do Desai to Gary Kelly or something. That seems quite attractive based on this. That would be pretty now, doesn't it? And maybe a chance of an assist or something. Even Sing. I'm guessing this is a Sing I'd, game. Would you think? Well, well, yeah. we, Ian Hart's yeah. playing central defence, so yeah, Singh yeah. will have to play on the left. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's a dif- differential punt to maybe go to Singh this week and hope that... So I can't remember who Leeds have got off the top of my head next week. Obviously, if you get Singh in and it's an away game, and oh. um, he, he may not be playing Singh next week, which might be 
a bit of a stupid reason to get him this week if he's going to be benched next week. But um, a lot of upside in a, in a Leeds wing back, maybe. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. The eagle eye amongst you may have spotted that we have a return of Thomas's scores now, predictions. Yeah. You yeah. spotted that, congratulations. He's decided to uh, turn up a little bit more, he said. He's missing He's missing it, missing us too much. Uh, I don't so. know if that counts as turning up to just copy of Martins. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i let him have it. If the next one's the same, just get rid of it. The other option for me, we could talk about it now. A lot of people carrying Ricard over, probably from last week's double. Yeah. You need to find a little bit of money to get Ricard up to Larson. I could do that. I'd need to take a minus four and obviously downgrade elsewhere. Maybe again, Desai or something to a 4.5 might be enough to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. That's the kind of thing I'm looking at. Yeah, Ricard down. So I've got yeah, a few options here. Roll and just ignore this game and go into it with just Viduka. Say so do a defender to Kelly as my one free transfer because I haven't got anything urgent, urgent to do. Or take the attack in minus four and get go to Larson and captain him. So it's given me a little bit of choice this game now on what to on what, what to do. We'll move on. Okay, Blackburn versus Newcastle. Mm. Um, so yes, it's not bad for Blackburn. I was hoping it might be a little bit better, but they do look like they're just about favourites. Um, only five clean sheets for Newcastle, so definitely you know expect Blackburn to get on the score sheet. Um, seven clean sheets out of twenty is not bad either. Um, but yeah, Newcastle have just chipped away at them just a little bit more than I thought they would. Yeah. Um, um, and only only three times. Um, Three plus for Blackburn. I was hoping for like maybe maybe five or six to be honest, but um, but yeah, it's not it's not bad. It still looks like a it, you know prob- probability of a home win is uh, decent. Um, they definitely look good to score a goal or two at least. Um, but yeah, Newcastle not quite as bad as I thought they might be in this one. No, definitely not as bad as I thought they might be. I, I view them as one of the worst defenses. Um, Newcastle certainly a worse defence than maybe their rep and obviously just Newcastle as a team name you, you sort of assume in this period they was quite good Bobby Robson sort of era in real life isn't it mm. but um, yeah I don't rate their defence at all so I always feel like you can get at them so I was when I got Janssen in I was kind of had high hopes they might be sort of low twos or something for this game so a little bit disappointed yeah. in that it's as low as that I suppose there are what there's three four five six seven eight games where they're sort of well into double figures for shots so we just got to hope it's one of those games haven't we really but... yeah I even had him as a possible vice this week Janssen but that definitely won't be happening now so I've got, <laughs> I've got... Crouch and Shearer from this game, and Shearer is one I was considering moving. Can't remember the next game, but I'll uh, I'll consider a Larson. Looks like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Based on these numbers, I think. Yeah, mm. it does. It does. Yeah. He's but, got Ipswich uh, at home next week, Darren uh, Shearer. Shearer's got Ipswich at home. Yeah, see it again. You probably but, want him back, but and Larson's got Chelsea at home. Just uh, leads at home again next week. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. All right. Fine. Is the big one <laughs> Norwich Watford? Um, so yeah, Norwich just under two goals a game average there. They've hit three plus five times, uh, which is obviously you know it's not bad for Norwich. Um, they've also hit two uh in over half of the games, um, almost three quarters of the games. So um, yeah, Norwich look good for a couple of goals, don't they? But also Watford well in this as well. 
Um, so yeah, quite tough to call. I mean, Nor- Norwich looks slight favourites, but it looks, you know, both teams to score for sure. We want game two, don't we, from your data there? 15 shots versus 16 shots. Yeah. Absolute stormer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thomas, yeah. Hasn't, Thomas hasn't got the uh, high-scoring Watford memo. He also didn't get the Marchant memo. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he just put a question mark against the score. Uh, the, like, the, I have no idea who plays for either. Well, I think, oh, yeah, we are given the benefit of the doubt that it's hard to pick a star man in this one. I, I would agree with that. But because um, I think, yeah, pretty much anything could happen, really. But Norwich, the odds just favour Norwich slightly. Marchant's a decent punt, isn't he? He's got this game. I think he's at home to Bolton from memory next week as well. You get two weeks with him probably playing up front to defences that can be got at. I've got I've got Marchant. Yeah, he, he was my, if I was going to make a move this week, it was going to be him. But I'd have to, because I've got no money in the bank, it's going to have to be for Alan Thompson. Uh, I've got 0.5. I can afford to do that, the 0.5 from Alan Thompson to to Marchant. But Villa are at home to which obviously we're going to have to see how that goes later on. But might not be worth it. The, I say the Leeds one suddenly looks a bit more attractive. But I can see him doing well. I say a midfielder for 5.5 up front with a goal average of two. It's not bad, is it? Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Man City, Everton. Um, this is what I was hoping Blackburn would look like, to be honest. Just swap mm-hmm. Man City for Blackburn. More yeah, one-sided. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Man City averaging 1.85, but they've hit three plus seven times. Um, just a few clean sheets for Everton, bringing the average down. Um, so, yeah, Man City looked pretty good in this one. Um, Everton averaging over a goal a game themselves. Um, only uh, only the six clean sheets for Man City. So again, both teams to score looks pretty good uh, with Man City favourites like 2-1 or 3-1 or something, which is what we've all gone for. Um, yeah, probably probably just, you'd probably expect Man City to edge this as the home team, wouldn't you? So that's how it looks. Winger versus wing-back mismatch. I don't know what you'd rather have as a Spencer owner. We're in playing centre-forward again. They're in having the overload out wide if he got stuck back out on the wing I don't know what's more sort of advantageous for him of those two roles yeah. but um, yeah it doesn't seem to have been such a big thing this year the winger versus wing back it was maybe it was made more of what it was in season two but it definitely appeared to to be of, of note most weeks yeah well it's, it was uh, Derby as well wasn't it Derby every week would like concede from it um, so I think that's etched in our minds as well but yeah it's definitely um, it's definitely a, a, a thing that seems to that seems to work but yeah I've still got one chop from a few weeks ago so we'll hope for possible vice captain um, Liverpool Man United um, so yeah we've all gone for a clean sheet for Liverpool um, which looked pretty good. Uh, nine times out of 20, they've done it in Sims. Uh, looks like a low-scoring affair. Um, just the the four times between the two of them um, that a team scored more than three, um, or three or more, sorry, more than twice. So, yeah, a binary binary score looks um, in sort of almost three quarters of the games there. Uh, so, yeah, one one nil to Liverpool, nil-nil. Looks a shout. Interesting decision if you've got a Man United defender, isn't it? Because I think we was just talking before we started that we've got maybe some benching headaches this week. Quite a lot of our players look okay on paper, at least. Um, and if you've got a Man United defender, 
yeah, I don't know what you do with them in this game. I know because it's Man United, you probably play them. Um, yeah, that's a tricky choice if you've got, say, that and a Middlesbrough defender and Chelsea defender or something because they're all away and they've all got tricky-ish games, but they all could keep a clean sheet. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe we'll get a bit more clarity from the other slides. But yeah, I think you've got an awkward choice if you've got a Man United defender this week. I think so, yeah. We've all, we've all gone Liverpool defence, actually. Yeah, we all went Liverpool defence. So for so for the benefit of the podcast, because we do get just just um, almost a third of the listens come on the podcast these days. So um, yeah, Liverpool were one point two, Man United were zero point eight goal average. Um, Spurs v Arsenal. So no sim data for this one because obviously we've only just uh, sort of only just found out what's going on with the managers, and there's absolutely no point simming it with the old managers. Um, doesn't mean anything. Um, and you know potentially we've only got this happening for for this one week, so we'll we'll have to use our intellects, guys, on what we what we can see on the screen <laughs> to see how that goes. Um, so Tottenham, so the leak says they're playing. How did how did how did the leak describe it? Three five two. Three two three two wasn't it? Three two three two. Yeah. Um, so you've got three centre backs, two defensive midfielders. Um, three in midfield uh, with two of them out wide and then two up front, but back arrows on the two wide players. Um, so essentially creating a back five at times. Um, and then Arsenal start with a back five, a flat back five, three in midfield with a, uh, we think a big arrow on ticking off into the front three. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to, to me, it feels, it feels potentially like it should be low scoring um, because, you know, you've got five at the back for Arsenal. You've got two DMs for Tottenham against the flat midfield three. I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't scream goals for me. Arsenal playing the long ball as well. I don't expect got, that. You've got two strikers for Arsenal that don't seem to have attributes that suggest they work well with long ball. They're not target man attributes, are they? For No, not at all. It's not that like you've got a Shearer or a Viduka up there that may sort of relish a long ball style, maybe. Even you, need, more. you need Carnu. So need... <laughs> I'm surprised Sikhanov's playing in that role. You think Bergkamp would be the one, the AMC? He's forward. injured. Oh, is he? Sikhanov's yeah. a left sided player, isn't he? Playing yeah. dead through the middle. Or even Perez, you think, you'd think Perez maybe? Because Perez is left right centre, isn't he? I think. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, so, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. Maybe Sikhanov's got higher forward attributes. I guess that's probably why. We obviously this is just what you've seen, Martin. I'm I'm guessing these players aren't. Have you put these in yourself, or have oh, you yeah, I've put I've put the players in myself. Yeah, this is just to show you the formation, and um, but yeah, I'm, I'm guessing at the team. We're gonna have a bit of a guess. So, you, so you're. It looks good, freshly cold, isn't it? It feels like he's got a one-on-one out wide against a defender who's uh, against a wing back who's gonna be running backwards. Mm-hmm. It's great for him. But he, he plays for Arsenal and they're shitting this sim. <laughs> no wonder we've got a new manager now. Well, I don't no, know. haven't yet. Is this a, an avoided game in general? I know a few people are debating getting Simon Davis in now because Tottenham have got Watford next week, haven't they? So mm, I think yeah. a few people may think home game here and then Watford. Um, <sighs> it's worth getting Simon Davis in this week. I um, yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, Tottenham. I hate it. They should, you know, be attacking mentality at home. Um, I think even with a weird, you know, no manager situation, I, I think it still would be. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I've, I don't know where he'll play. I don't know if he'll actually play in the middle there, or he might play like where I've got Ziga as potentially. I don't know, but which maybe wouldn't be great. I've got I've got Henri this week, and I did consider after last week and his fucking hopelessness getting rid. But I don't know why. I just feel like he's going to turn up. I know it's long ball, but I just feel like he's going to have a good game. Something about me says don't get rid of him. It's hard. He's got away this week with this sort of unhelpful tactic. Then he's away again next week to Villa. There's no guarantees they'll have a manager by then. You think he probably yeah. will. It's like, yeah, it's a difficult one for me. It's like, right now, I don't know if I'd rather keep Shearer or Henri or even do both of them out. I don't know. I think I'd rather keep Shearer with the home game next week. Henri's got two homes in 20 and 21. That's what I mean. Two away games, 18-19. Yeah, um, I'll be. I I want Rude or somebody back by then anyway. Yeah, Rude's quite good from next. Well, he's got next week. He's got Coventry away with no headman. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah. So I think the Arsenal wing backs could have a good game here. I don't know the other two. I don't know. I, to be fair, I'll be honest. I haven't seen the Sunday stream this week yet, so I don't know if any who's back from injury. I know Anderton was out last week. Van Bronckhurst was out last week, so I don't know who Tottenham might play down the right if Anderton isn't back. It could so that, be that young guy Barber, didn't he? It could be like Fortune out on the right with someone else in the DM position. Um, Is Poirier still there? Uh, not seen it often. They've got that Langley guy playing in the midfield, haven't they? They've got Langley's getting appearances, yeah. Um, can he play DM? I don't know if he can even play DM. Um, no. Deadly King can, can't he? Maybe Deadly King can, yeah. And like Bunyacevic can play like DM or centre back as well. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just to show you the formations, really. I haven't got a clue who's going to play where. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, all these players can play in these positions, but you know, lots of them are versatile. So, I, I think the consensus is low, low scoring, though, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I, it doesn't say it doesn't scream goals to me. It look, it, it kind of cancels each other out, doesn't it? Like the, those two DMs, yeah, and then yeah. I think there's other games to use your transfers on this week. It's different if you say if you're in Darren's position with Henri or Perez, you may probably want to think about selling with back-to-back away games in this one. Um, yeah, I think Henri will be gone for me. And then, then Tottenham, I say, do you want to risk it a week early ahead of Watford? You'd probably rather have another week of information about a new manager or something, wouldn't you? Before you probably take that punt. Yeah, I would be doing. I would be doing Davies this week. Um, I don't know how helpful we've been to listeners with that, but well, we've given them the formation. We, we, can't, do every, we can't do everything. <laughs> no, no. no, no. So what's our no, predictions? No. We got predictions for this game. Do we, we write some? I didn't. I didn't. They didn't fit on the slide. So, but... uh, I'll go one 0 Arsenal. That's my prediction. I'll go on air one. Uh, yeah, I'd have gone one one. I'd sorry, I'd have gone one 0 to Arsenal. Yeah, I I one one. Yeah, I, I don't expect a lot from this really. We'll move on. Uh, Villa Ipswich. Um, so Villa, uh, they look pretty good. Um, scored in 18 of the 20 games at least once, um, averaging 1.6 goals. Um, just the three times three plus, but a good handful of twos in there as well. 
Um, Ipswich um, averaging 0.9, um, so just under a goal a game. Um, seven clean sheets for Villa. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not great for Ipswich, really. Um, shots, Villa again on top, 8.7 average. Um, but, yeah, it's a bit of a... It's a bit hit and miss, isn't it? Like they've got into double figures one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times there. Um, but yeah, just a, a handful of low games have brought the average down. But the ceiling looks like it's potentially there for Villa. Um, whereas for Ipswich, it's kind of consistently low on shots, isn't it? Really, just a couple of times they've made a good game of it. Doesn't seem worth selling my Villa mid for Marchant, does it? Probably. I know you've always got that thing with a Watford game, it could go mad. But mm. yeah, I think Villa are steady enough that you you keep them. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, it's probably asking for trouble to get rid of Villa in this game, isn't it? Yeah. You went for Angel as your top pick and he's injured. Oh, is he? Fair <laughs> enough. Shows what I know. I haven't I didn't see the stream yesterday. Oh, I don't I, I I don't either. I'm far too busy. I <laughs> put it onto the uh, I just looked at the Twitter messages well done Darren at least you've done, you've done your prep Darren you're, you're ahead of me yeah I normally know I normally know who's injured <laughs> and who's not I mean like I said highest positioned man on member just put that there <laughs> decent differential maybe Balaban this week then I think it's a bit cheaper isn't he yeah he is yeah only a little bit though oh, that's interesting yeah maybe uh, maybe I'll do Balaban that is why that is why I chose him by the way because of that Angle's injury maybe I'll do Christy to Balaban for a week and yeah, worry about it next week. Yeah, well, if it was hit, if it goes off, credit me. He's got Arsenal at home next week, Martin. Who knows what Arsenal? Oh, yeah. yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is disappointing. Right, Bolton versus Borough. Darren thinks it's disappointing, but we've got. Well, I mean, it'll be. A, I think it'll be a good game, but I just not in terms of um, assets. <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's all right. It's kind of, it's almost there, isn't it? The average 1.55 for Bolton, but how many have we got there? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 games they've scored at least twice. So that's not bad, is it? No. The Borough defenders don't look good. A lot of people are carrying Atherton, aren't they? I've got Honcho. Um, Doesn't scream you want to play him in this game. There's all those twos for Bolton. Really disappointing in Middlesbrough this year. But still that top, they're about fourth or fifth, aren't they, in the league table? Still? Are they that high? I think, I think they're up there. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe they're just, maybe every time I look at them, I think they're doing bad. I think it just feels like we've got quite high hopes for their for their assets now. And say, aside from Atherton, most of the popular ones aren't set in the world. Like, they're steady. Salakovic is. He's doing pretty well. Mm. Um. But yeah, I think it's good for Bolton. So I got I got Patterson and Gardner. So I think that's that looks uh, looks good. Looks pretty I've good. Gardner, Rickard. I mean, yeah, I've got I've got Rickard. So it's only only six clean sheets for Bolton. So Middlesbrough look look all right to nick a goal, don't they? Yeah, and they've got Everton at home next week, where they probably I'd imagine Borough and have similar numbers to who did we just see against Everton today? Who was that? Man City. Man City. You'd imagine Borough next week could be similar at home to Everton, sort of high ones, low twos. Yeah, it might be foolish to sell Ricard this week, knowing you've got that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be selling him with a home game against Everton coming up. 
say I've, I've got Ricard and Christie from the double and I'm much keener to get rid of Christie. Well, I'd agree with that. Um, so, yeah, I just might might just hold Ricard through. They've got, they got half a chance here. So they've scored uh, scored in 14 out of the 20 games. Um, they've also hit three um, three times. Um, hit two, another four on top of that. So seven out of 20, they've scored at least twice. So it's not bad, is it really? If you sort of look at it closely, it's, you know, it's not a complete disaster. Bolton has just signed another centre-back as well. They've got six centre-backs competing for three spots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if what he's... Lucchetti, I'd imagine he may... Well, it's hard to know who's going to start. Now, literally all the new centre-backs have been signings as well, haven't they? Did any of them, apart from Hendry, did any of them start there? They're all Hendry. signings. They're all signings, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know what sort of rep bounce Lucchetti will get, whether it's enough to get in or whether he'll be on the periphery. Because done, rep could done. And, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about Bolton, uh, Bolton centre-backs now. It's really tricky trying to, for the while, working out which one of them are going to play. Uh, just, yeah, Dunn and Gardner, I think you're safe with. Yeah. Yeah, I think Repka's like a... Croatian international as well, isn't he? I, I think he's the most now, I would think. Well, of... Coventry. Yeah. Yeah, Coventry, Bradford. So Coventry, um, yeah, they're up there really this week because um, we've got a lot of the big teams with tricky games. But So Coventry averaging 1.7, uh, hit three plus five times. Um, and Bradford themselves averaging um, a goal a game, which is unusual for them away from home. But I suppose, you know, it's only Coventry. Um, so yeah, both teams to score looks pretty good in this one. Um, but yeah, there's a bit of a ceiling there for Coventry. Maybe it's a Lee Hughes kind of week. <laughs> well, we all think so. We where we've all gone for it. <laughs> yeah. A bit like the old Norwich problem, though. We don't know. We barely remember any of the player names, right? Whenever they Coventry. like Coventry or Norwich would do well, we have to write Marchant or uh, or Hughes down or Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I struggle with the man of the match because it's all just in like black and white, and then I. And then I like colour it in, and I'm, sometimes I'm like, "Is that Coventry or Bradford?" Or that? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I might have, might have even got a couple wrong. Just a shame they've got Man United at home next week, Coventry. If they had a, a semi decent game next week, you you could have punted, punted on Hughes. Plus, you yeah. might have an upgrade from Christie. You could have been a, that. a punt, yeah. but Man United at home next week. Yeah, that's not that's a no. <laughs> mm. Still, play the week in front of you, maybe. Um, and then, and then finally, Sunderland versus Chelsea. So mm-hmm. yeah, a bit of a stinker this one. Um, Sunderland averaging one point two goals, Chelsea averaging zero point six five. Um, nine clean sheets for Sunderland, uh, four for Chelsea. Two times Sunderland have hit three. Uh, Chelsea haven't managed it at all. Um, so yeah, looks looks quite a drab affair this one. No one- Carbone either. No Carboni. Is that confirmed? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. gone. Gone. Yeah. I know so, it sold him, but I didn't think it went through once. So it it's going to probably be Zola on the right, I'd say, which obviously is a forward slot. So you don't want to be doing that. And he gets knackered after about 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's fucking no ending <laughs> on the fella. He's done. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting who plays on the wing for Chelsea, isn't it? It could be. It could end Plus, up. Chelsea, no squad depth, so they sell three wingers in, a, in about a fortnight and don't bring any, yeah. <laughs> yeah. any of the three of them. Uh, well, you never know. They could end up buying an absolute superstar. You never know. 
funny the game but actually it's an easier Issa was one of my sort of benching dilemmas was one of the people I was weighing up whether to play or not but he looks like a no-brainer fine yeah nine clean sheets yeah, yeah definitely be playing Issa yeah he's, he's in my draft team so that's good to know yeah that's uh yeah you want to be playing Issa for sure um but yeah it's pretty good for the Chelsea defense as well isn't it it's a way but it could definitely get something here yeah, I think my Middlesbrough defender is the one to, if I'm going to sell one for Kelly or Singh. So I've got Desai, Honcho and Issa. Um, yeah, I can sell Honcho now to get a Leeds in, I think. Um, so this has been helpful to me. Is this the last game? That's yeah, that is the last game. Um, we didn't really get any questions tonight, guys. There was... Um, got one from Thomas, didn't we? Oh, uh, one from Thomas and there's one, um, there is one on the Discord from FPL duels to do with um, best premium mid from Man United or Chelsea from game week 20 so um, just for reference from game week 20 both of those two teams have got quite a lot of home games in, in succession right go on um, so Chelsea at home in 20 a home double in 21 away in 22 then away and then sorry at home 23 24 25 Jesus so yeah in, in that run they've got Seven games in six weeks, and six of them are at home. Chelsea. Well, I mean, if you're looking for midfielders from Chelsea, there's only two that stand out in my mind now, and that's Zenden and Petit. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's Petit. I think for for me, probably you know penalties, set set pieces generally. Um, yeah. Probably edges. There's, there's no wing back team in that run, so. That would obviously be a, a benefit to Zenden, I would think. Yeah, yeah. But Zenden a bit more now. Now Petit's got Butt and Lampard to contend with. Zenden, Zenden, Zenden never really had a problem on the left. He's, got he's always played. Yeah, yeah. Zenden probably gets more nailed. That's a fair point. But And then for Man United, I say their run from 20 is also um, pretty good. So they've got um, Tottenham at home. 20 leads at home, 21 away to Villa, 22. Then again, three home games Newcastle, Man City, Blackburn. Um, so they've got five home games in six. Um, Take your pick when it comes to Man United. <laughs> depends if you're going to have Van Nistelrooy, doesn't it? If you, if you, yeah, you're going to go without Van Nistelrooy, then ha- have some Veron. Cool. Um, but you probably Ned don't. Ned Chadwick, they're pretty good viable options. I'm very anti Chadwick. I don't know why. I'm, I'm... Yeah, I, I am as well. But I'm just saying he's he's not done too badly, and he's a premium Man United asset. People like him. I think people have got decisions, haven't they? What, as you say, Martin Van Nistelrooy in that run. Maybe it's a reason to go Ivaduka to Larson, save that money, and then maybe try and use the, the money to upgrade to Veron in midfield. Yeah, it might be the difference between Viduka. It could be Viduka and Chadwick versus Larson and Veron. And by that time, you'd probably get rid of. You'd probably upgrade Pedersen, wouldn't you, from Bolton? Yeah, or yeah, or Janssen. Oh, Janssen. Yeah, I forgot you got Janssen. Yeah, you got decent. You got two decent premiums to get money from as well. So yeah, so, Janssen, isn't it? Pedersen's fixtures are a lot better over that similar time frame. Janssen's got a double, but apart from that, his fixtures aren't particularly good. So yeah, I think that's the choice a lot of people have got. The money might not quite break like break even like that, but I think it's Viduka and Chadwick versus Larson and Veron. Or something. use it as that sort of way of looking at it. Which would you rather have? I mean, my straight instinct to that is that Larson and Veron wins that comfortably. Yeah, I agree with that as well. 
So I'll, I'll go for yeah that Veron and Petit. I think. Yeah, agreed. You want me to get Thomas's question? Yeah, what was Thomas's yeah. question? He what it was. Um, can you each name two different players you'd want to own over the next three game weeks? Can one of us take defenders, one do mids, and one do forwards. All right. You go. Go. You go first, and Darren pick whatever position. I'll go forwards. Um, and the next couple of weeks, I'd like to own Crouch because I think he's got a good run. Um, I think it started last week, and he did turn up with a goal. I think he's be- he's better than he's been performing. Um, certainly in the game, um, I'll be playing him this week as well. So I'd like. I'd, I think Crouch is a good shout. And I think for the next three, difficult one for United this week. But then the next two, I think, be getting Rude back in. So it'd be Rude and Crouch for me. I don't think you can ever really go against Rude. Um, I mean, he had two difficult away games. Uh, last week and this week, but otherwise the next two, I think he's absolutely fine for, especially a, a headmanless Coventry, as we mentioned. Yeah. What do you want, Martin? Defender or midfielder? Go on, you go. Leave me with whatever. I'll go midfield. Then I'll go Robbie Keane. Um, I think he plays this week home to Leicester. Should be an up arrow for the AMC. So I think he's first choice in that role, Robbie Keane. Chelsea at home next week. The fact they're at home, I know Chelsea are slightly higher rep, but I'll punt the fact it's a home game that Keane plays that. And then it's Watford in 20. And I think they still played Robbie Keane last week away to Ipswich, didn't they? Um, So I'd expect Robbie Keane to play the Watford games. I think he could start all the next three, Robbie Keane, for Leeds. So so I'll go for him as one midfielder. Um, And the other one, I will go with... I'll go, I'll go for Marchant as the other one is Watford, Bolton, nice. both at home. And then Sunderland away. So I'm always a bit iffy about Sunderland at the best of times defensive. I'm quite surprised by the numbers on for this week. So midfielder playing up front for the next three weeks, two of them at home to goals, the teams that tend to ship a lot of goals. So I'll go for those two. Okay, so I've got defenders then. So I'll go Ricardo Gardner as one. Um, so sees. Home to Middlesbrough this week, then it's Norwich away. Um, and then, yeah, if you look beyond that, he's then, he's then got Newcastle and Sunderland at home. So Gardner's got three home games in four and the away game is Norwich. Um, so, yeah, fancy a bit of Gardner for that one. Um, hopefully you can get one of his sort of like 15-point hauls sort of somewhere in there. We all own him, so that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then another defender, I think it's it's, it's got to be it's got to be Leeds again, like Kelly Kelly or Singh. Um, yeah, Leicester home, Chelsea home, chance of back to back clean sheets there, and chance of attacking returns. And then after that, it's Watford. Um, you think so... he plays next week? The Chelsea at home. So I want to punt him over Kelly, but Kelly's safer. I'd say I've gone Kelly. So I had Singh all the time, but when I did my wild card last week, I went to Kelly to save that point five because Kelly because do- Singh does have that rotation risk. I don't know how long uh, I want to say it's Dubery is out for, but obviously Hart is playing in the centre, which would definitely mean Singh will play because they've got no other left. So depends on how long that defender's out for. Dictates how long um, Hart plays central and Singh plays left. So. I'd check on that really on the length of it's Dubery, isn't it? Who was injured? 
Yeah, I suppose the problem you've got as well, because Hart's on the pitch, if they've got a, a rookie defender on the bench or something, the AI might just decide to bring the rookie defender on and promote Hart to wing back at any point in the game, mightn't they? And then Singh might not even get the 60 minutes if Hart's... P- potentially, yes. I mean, it's annoying if you're looking for other type of uh, attacking returns from set pieces for Leeds players, because now you know Hart's definitely playing, he's got them all, so... <laughs> In fact, Larson's penalty taker, wasn't he? If Hart's not there. Yeah. I might have some set pieces as well. So Hart doesn't really take all of the set pieces like he used to. Um, I think it's a bit of a bit of a mix up now. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you probably just go Kelly then, don't you, for safety? But... Okay, safe, safe one is Kelly. Yeah, I think so. That seems the, the best move. Um, yeah, next week they've got double in the fourth week, twenty-one, but both away. Who is it? I can't remember. We got Man United and Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great double. I remember it's not a great double. It's probably when I'll be looking. Mm. I mean, it's one of those. Do you keep do you keep the Leeds assets for that one? I know it's a double, but it's two hard away fixtures. It's you have like... to, Darren. It's less the home Chelsea home Watford away all fine net bad double followed by Norwich home Tottenham home. Uh, all right, fair point. Yeah, you got to. Well, maybe, maybe you'd maybe you'd keep the defender and maybe get rid of. I don't know. Maybe it's. But you maybe ditch a striker if you got both of them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe ditch a striker. Might be a, might be a good reason to free hit the double. But I don't know. Yeah, it's another option. Yeah, free hit twenty one. The, the the other talking point is not really a question. Is around picture now. Have we all got picture? No. No. Oh, just me. <laughs> it's not really a question. <laughs> But the, uh, the, the leak was Swan was playing AMC. Oh, actually, hang on. Carry on. So, yeah, Swan, the leak is Swan plays AMC this week. Now, Watford, we haven't known under Mitchell yet to play a number 10. It's always been the flat three in midfield, isn't it, so yeah. far? So, the fact he's been leaked as AMC suggests he's going to get the Pedersen role. I don't know if he's going to have any sort of up arrow, but it's more, it's more like the Bolton formation in terms of where the midfield's set up. Good Lord. I'm assuming Petkoff and Vanessa are the two behind him, so it doesn't look like Pitch is playing this week. Yeah. Johnson, I think, is now 90% one day. He's obviously had quite a substantial injury. So then, from now on, he should be available again. So are we of the opinion that, that Pitch is now done? Because I think a lot of people have got him and Nolan. Nolan's obviously still out for numerous weeks. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I think so. Remember well when we looked at Darren's wildcard last week, so be careful with picture. We did, so, we did, and I don't have him. That's why. <laughs> so yeah, I would. That's be. the other problem. People have got they've got well one dead four point five midfielder and another one that's injured for numerous weeks and not really anywhere to go from them. Gunnison is obviously the one option, but that's not the sexiest pick, is it? Trying to pick a defender the best might get you a bonus point here and there. I won't have anybody saying that Brynjan Gunnison is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Nice beard. <laughs> <Not> nice beard. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a decision now how you set up your midfield because I think it's been quite easy for numerous weeks now to carry the two 4.5s. Um, there, there is, I think, a point of maybe only one 4.5 permanently because hopefully that'll be like a constant third sub. But is, is it still possible to own two or even three 4.5 mids now? It's getting trickier, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely getting trickier. I think he's a sell now um, pitcher, so might be worth trying to free up 0.5 or something soon to upgrade him. 
even to Venezia or to another five million. There's there's a few options around. But yeah, I think that's probably a little bit of a talking point for people now because you've got you're not going to have a very deep bench if you've got a picture of Nolan still. And that Nolan's, you're not really going to want to sell, are you? You probably just want to hold him until he comes back and just leave him third bench. Yeah. yeah never owned Nolan before. So, yeah, just yeah, just a problem for people. A little bit of rep. I think we're coming up to Christmas in the game as well. We're not, not a million miles away from Christmas. And we know from season two that Christmas is prime rep time. Quite a lot of games close together in game in terms of dates. Not a lot of recovery time, just a few general rep. So if you're rolling into that with Nolan, who's injured, and Pitcher, who's not playing, could be some trouble on the horizon for people. So let's put a little bit of fear into the listeners. Yeah, That's absolutely. No, no, it's good. It's, uh, yeah, it's good advice because that can that kind of thing can creep up on you, can't it? And then all of a sudden you're playing with nine men. And yeah, so yeah, good advice. Okay, we done, chaps? That might be a shorter one today. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems that we did start on time. It seems like that might be why. Yeah, it's probably because we started on time, yeah. Um, right, everybody, thanks for listening. Good luck with the game week. And we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye.